You're listening to a City on a Hill podcast. We'd love you to use and share this podcast, but please refrain from editing the content without permission from City on a Hill. If you'd like to know more about our church, or if you'd like to donate to the work of City on a Hill, please visit cityonahill.com.au. Uh, my name is Louie, and uh, I am thrilled, um, I am, am stoked, I'm pumped uh, to call myself the lead pastor of this church family um, of, uh, of, of who is meeting today. And if you are new or visiting, thank you so much for coming out to celebrate a good, uh, good Friday. That was two days ago. Jesus died. Easter Sunday, Jesus is alive. Yeah, come on. Come on. Uh, thank you. Thank you for coming out to um, just uh, revel and uh, enjoy that wonderful, wonderful reality. Um, as Matt read in, from, from that uh, text in God's Word, if Christ is not risen from the dead, our faith is futile and we are still in our sins. But Jesus is alive. He is at work. And we gather here today to celebrate, to remember, and to fix our eyes on Him, the author and perfecter of our faith. And uh, so for the next few minutes, I'm just going to share a few reflections about the significance of Jesus, who is alive, who is at work, who is reigning, ruling, and who one day will be returning. Uh, We're going to look at how 2,000 years ago, God had done something that interrupted human normality, so much so that we can no longer consider YOLO to be an option. Now, I know there's uh, some of you here today, uh, you don't personally know or follow Jesus. Uh, You're here today because you've responded to an invite to a friend. You've been dragged along. Hey, it's so great that you are here. Thank you for taking the time out of your day and away from the Rip Curl Pro um, to be here this morning. Um, The the, the ideal winds that they're enjoying, they're probably not ideal, but they're lighter because we have prayed for good weather for this service. Now, I know that there's some of you here today, uh, you, uh, you would say you've got Jesus somewhere in your life, but you're struggling to remember the difference that he makes. And you're here today to do the church thing. The time that you come out on Easter Sunday, you've made it here. Today, I hope and pray that today is an opportunity for you to receive a spark onto the, onto the fire to, to rekindle that fire that was once in your heart for Jesus. And I know there's many of you here today You're abiding in Jesus. You are seeking to walk in step with His Spirit. May today strengthen you and reinforce the hope that is in you because Jesus is alive. So friends, family, uh, as we come to this unique time together on this day, let me pray for us. Let's pray for God's help um, as we consider the difference that Jesus makes. Uh, Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you so much uh, for all that you are doing in this world. Uh, We thank you for this moment. It is no accident that we are here. We thank you that you are at work, that you you are here right now, and we just pray uh, that we would see your glory and that you would search us and know us and that we would come to know you more uh, from our time together reflecting on the significance of Jesus Christ. Break us down so you may build us up. In his name we pray. Amen. We heard on Good Friday, two days ago, life, our lives are not meaningless. We live within the story of God. It's a story that began with a very good creation. The story of humanity, it, it started so well, didn't it? The earth, the wind, the sky, the sea, 
male and female. He created them. He said, very good. We started so well. But this story encountered tragedy because of the human desire for me, 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 me. Everything has been subjected to brokenness and it continues to this day to operate in a broken way. Our planet has been abused. People get used. There's ongoing hostility. There's pain. There's exploitation and there is death. And because we've all inherited this attitude, me, 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 we find ourselves so unwittingly participating in this broken game. But because this is God's world, in God's story that we are in, we are not without hope. Because of his great love, because he is love, good news, good Friday. God has provided a rescue, an opportunity for a fresh start, a plan to rebuild in amongst the brokenness. Jesus, by dying on that cross, in that selfless, sacrificial act, a new way was made. Jesus, his arrival, liberty, freedom, humanity, able to be back again on the path of rightness, forgiveness, rescue, redemption. And the restoration has begun. And its culmination is still yet fully to come. Through Christ's death on the cross, a new age for this world has begun. Jesus is alive, resurrected from the dead. And today it is that that we celebrate. And it's today that I, it's my absolute thrill to speak about the difference that the right here, right now, real life implications of the rescue that Jesus has given us, I want to talk about what difference that makes to all of our lives. I want to talk about how there is a, there, there is a felt difference that the risen, very much alive today Jesus can make to the way that you see your life. Today, I'm going to speak about how receiving the risen Jesus can change the way you feel about your past, about your present, and about your future. Jesus is alive. And today, you can change the way you look at your past, your present, and your future. Your past. Receiving Jesus will change the way you feel about your past. Do you know that in Jesus, there is a fresh start from a life of regret and hurt? As one of the guys in our church family shared with me this week, the reason he wants his mates, one in particular, to know Jesus is that they, should, they could be released from the pressure from constantly having to redefine and redeem themselves from their wounded past. He longs that his friend could know the freedom and the forgiveness and the unconditional acceptance that comes with a relationship with the living Jesus Christ. Do you know that a new life with Jesus means that your past mistakes, your past hurts, your past failures no longer have to define you? 
Jesus promises to wipe the slate clean, to burn up that hurt. And you can be known by God and you can be loved by God and you can know that in God's eyes, God's eyes, who cares what the rest of the world thinks? In God's eyes, you matter. See, before knowing Jesus, I had to deal with my mistakes on my own. Haunting me, following me, never able to escape my past experiences of hurt and shame. People that I let down and people that let me down. That was a tiring, anxiety-ridden existence. But I came to discover there's another way. There's another way to live that you can turn to Jesus Christ. Jesus who says, the Son of Man, he came to seek and save the lost. Jesus who says, I have come not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. That's me. He says, whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. He says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. Jesus offers a message of hope to those who are feeling burdened by their mistakes and their struggles. And he promises to give them rest and a new way if they come and learn from him. The world can't offer anything like that. A better work-life balance, that doesn't work. That will not clean up your past hurt. That will not heal you. What about a nicer house, a new relationship, a new hobby? Useless. Sure, they are great gifts to enjoy, but you still have to carry with you your anxiety. Or maybe the next experience, the next holiday, Uh uh-uh, no good either. Only a distraction from the reality that you will still wake up to when it's all said and done. You'll be back in the real world to still have to face those real feelings. All of those things that the world contains, they can't fix our past. At the bottom of those things, all those things, you will find a note and it says, sorry, the satisfaction, the peace, The healing that you're looking for, it's not here either. But in following Jesus, there's a note that's different. The first followers of Jesus, they went on to write this. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and he is just to forgive us from all unrighteousness. What a promise. They wrote that there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. What a reality. They went on to write that if anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. The old has passed away. The new has come. Receiving Jesus It leads to experiencing the transformative power of Jesus. 
It is to feel healing. It is to know forgiveness and it's to have a brand new outlook on life. One that is no longer played with brokenness and regret. Jesus is called the wonderful counsellor, prince of peace, mighty God, and he's in the business of restoring all those that would humble themselves and admit their need for help. Have you received Jesus? He is alive. He can meet you here today. You just need to do your part by putting your heart before him and say, I'm sorry that I've been so distant. I believe that you are alive and now I want to follow your lead. Life with Jesus means that past mistakes, past hurt, past failures will never have to define you. Receiving Jesus will change the way you feel about your past. What about our present? What about our present? Do you know that receiving Jesus will also change the way you feel about the present? To live and walk with Jesus means freedom. And it starts with freedom from today's hell. See, hell is real. Jesus taught that. Now, I'm not going to talk about hell that is the future for some. I don't have to because we already have enough hell in our experience today, don't we? Ever experience that cold, isolated loneliness? Hell. Ever experience that extended, empty, meaninglessness? Hell. Ever felt numb, ever felt despondent, ever felt depressed by all that the world is doing, wondering, is this all there is? Stress, anxiety, worry, hopelessness, hell. That is hell. Not so with Jesus. He comes to seek and save the lost from hell, starting now in the present As one of the children in our church family so beautifully shared with me this week, oh, she gets it. She said, I asked her, why would you want your friends at school to to know about Jesus and and to love him? She says the reason she wants her friends at school to come and know and follow Jesus so that they wouldn't have to be alone or worried or without help when life gets hard. When life gets hard. That's an insight from a nine-year-old. When life gets hard, not if, but when, when life feels like hell. She told me that she told me that her she wants her friends like her to feel the strength and the hope and the love that comes from a relationship with Jesus, because it sustains her in tough times. Do you know that following Jesus means that there is no present worldly circumstance that is without hope, peace, and purpose. Jesus makes a difference to your presence. Jesus offers freedom from a godless, hell-ridden existence. Jesus says, peace, peace, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give as the world does. Do not let your hearts 
be troubled, do not be afraid. I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus says. And he says, I came so that people may have life, have it abundantly. (laughs) That's my experience. I know that to be true. See, I've discovered in my own cleverness, my own positive thinking, I can't, that, that can't release me from life's worries. It doesn't work. There's no amount of podcasted wisdom that I can digest that will solve my deepest problems. I can listen to Jordan Peterson and Joe Rogan at two plus speed. It's not going to change anything. Or at best, at best, it will eventually make me feel more powerless as I again fail at implementing their good advice. And look, in the past, I've been able to numb the pain of life's difficulties. I can temporarily distract myself from my helplessness to change difficult circumstances. But it's just a delay tactic. It's all it is. I've come to realise and admit that I need divine intervention. And where was that found? Jesus. He's alive. He's God's promised, planned, provided, and proven divine intervention. Do you know what a miracle is? Jesus is responsible for those. (laughs) Because of him, because of Jesus, I can now say with the universal, historic, global, multi-ethnic people of Christ that goes throughout history, praise be the God and Father of my Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion, and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our troubles. Do you want to be able to say that? The first followers of Jesus could say that. They wrote of their experience in the comfort of Christ in present day troubles. They wrote that God had given them a spirit, not of fear, but of power and of love and of (gasps) self-control. That's a spirit. He said, God, he meets our needs according to the riches of the glory in Christ Jesus. And they go on to write that in all things, all things, in all things, God works for the good, the good of those who love him, who have been been called according to his purpose. To receive Jesus is to walk with the one who, even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil. If you would turn to Jesus and give your life to him, he will in turn give his life to you. With him, there is joy and peace that it can extend to every corner of your heart and your mind and your soul. How can you be with Jesus? Jesus is alive. Turn to him. Ask him. He can meet you here today. You just need to put out your heart to him. Come before him and say, I'm sorry that I've been so distant. 
I believe that you are alive and now I want to follow your lead. Life with Jesus. It means that there's no present worldly circumstance that is without hope, peace and purpose. Receiving Jesus will change the way you feel about the present. But that's not all. Past, present, future. Your future, receiving Jesus, will change the way you feel about your future. You know, one thing is guaranteed for us all. We will all die. We all have an expiry date. And hey, we can try to make it look like we're not as close as we might actually be. But no matter how many pills you pop, no matter how balanced your life is, no matter how much you nip, tuck or inject, we will all die. But Jesus is alive. He's alive. He beats death and he gives us an historical hope for our life after death. He is the point of difference to the way that we can all face death. As one woman in our church family shared with me this week, the reason she wants her friends to come to personally know Jesus is so that they don't have to live in the constant shadow and worry of death. To know Jesus means you don't have to be afraid to die. Do you know that a relationship with Jesus means that your future life after death is secure and full of joy? Because you see, Jesus is alive. And I stand here today as his messenger boy to say, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have eternal life. He said, I am. This is what he said. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet he shall live. Everyone who believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Whoever believes in me will live. Whoever puts their confidence in my power as opposed to their power will not perish. No other religion or philosophy has, can offer that, has offered that, will offer that. Only Jesus offers that. Islam, Islam, you'll be told to make sure that you are doing enough. You'll be told, here is the standard, live in fear, and then hopefully at the end of your life assignment, you'll be marked with a HD or an A+, and then hopefully you'll be allowed to live in the exclusive club. Islam. Buddhism. They will say, if you do enough of the right type of mindfulness, if you do enough of the right type of meditation, if you do it all right, then from this personal achievement of your own making, you might find release from the cycle of reincarnation through achieving nirvana. Atheism. They'll tell you there's nothing to look forward to. Just a painful, pointless, powerless, fading away into nothingness, death. Full of hope. It's full of hope. Or what about coastal lifestyleism? Yeah, he who dies with the most toys and best experiences wins. 
wins what? Can you see the problem with these religions, these ways of lives? For me, I see no hope for myself if I put myself into those teachings because they all rely on my efforts and I suck. I suck. I'm powerless. I'm hopeless. If I'm honest with myself, if it's up to me, I die hopelessly. Not so with Jesus. Why? Well, to quote the lyrics of rapper Shai Lin, Buddha is dead. Muhammad is dead. Gandhi and Elijah, Muhammad are dead. However, Jesus is alive. (laughs) He's alive. And Jesus has made promises and Jesus has shown his power and Jesus is now present. And Jesus doesn't tell us to do all the work for you to have peace. He does all the work. He does all the work. It's not in our power or in our prowess that we earn our spot in heaven. We can't. It's impossible. We need to be saved by God. We need to be saved by Jesus. That's why it says in the New Testament, the disciples write, for you have been saved, how? Through faith. It is not your own doing. It is a gift from God, not a result of works. Why? So that none of you may boast. God gets the glory for what he does. Do you know that right now, Jesus prepares a place for us in his father's house. And he says to all that would cling to him to have eternal life. He says, come to me. The earliest followers of Jesus wrote, God has given us eternal life. And this is life in his son. Whoever has the son has life. Whoever does not have the son does not have life. You see, our hope in death, it doesn't come from a religion. It's from a relationship with Jesus. Only by taking hold of his nail-pierced, resurrected hands can we have a hope for an eternal future with him. And let me tell you, What a hope it is. We received a new glorified body. We will never again experience pain and suffering. We will have a new life with the physical face-to-face presence of Jesus, our Lord, our Saviour, our best friend, our treasure, our brother. And while we wait in this broken world, those that know him, we get to declare, where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? Thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. To live is Christ. To die is gain. And while we wait, we tell others of the good news that is found in the person and work of Jesus. Jesus is alive and he can meet you today. You just need to put your heart before him and say, I'm sorry that I've been so distant. I believe that you are alive and now I want to follow your lead. Friends, 
new life with Jesus means that your future, your life after death is secure and is full of joy. So I stand before you this Easter Sunday, having told you the difference that the risen, very much alive today, Jesus can make to the way that you see your life. Because Jesus is alive, you can change the way that you look at your past and your present and your future. Do you know Jesus? Do you want to know Jesus? Today you can come to him. Maybe it's for the first time. Maybe it's been a really long time. He stands with arms wide open, now no longer nailed to a cross, but to embrace you and say, welcome home. We simply just need to receive him and say, I'm sorry I've been so distant. I believe that you're alive and now I'm willing to follow your lead. Family and friends, Easter Sunday 2023, receive the Lord Jesus Christ today. Believe in his name. And let today be the day that you become a child of the living God. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we know that when your word goes out, it does not come back empty. Father, as a church, you call us to be heralds of the good news of your amazing love and incredible grace. Father, we can scatter seed. Father, we can water. We can meet here and we can tell people of how good you are, but Father, you are the one that has to give the growth. Father, for every man, woman, boy and girl that is here in this place, Father, I pray that you would let seeds of faith take root in the hearts of these people. That there would be people here today that maybe for the first time would take steps towards receiving your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to know more about our church, or if you'd like to donate to the work of City on a Hill, please visit cityonahill.com.au.